गुड इवनिंग फ्रेंड्स एंड वेलकम टू द शो बैक टू मिरर विजडम रिफ्लेक्टेड वी आर सम वेरी एक्साइटिंग एंड वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग एंड इंटेलिजेंट पीपल ऑन आर शो सो ऑल्सो वी प्रोमिस टू बी द नेक्स्ट फोर्टी फाइव मिनट्स टू वन आवर टू ग्रेट एंचैंटिंग इलास्ट्रेशन ऑफ वॉट कैन बी डन हियर इन मिरर विजडम रिफ्लेक्टेड आई एम एक्टिंग लाइक अ मिरर टू रिफ्लेक्ट द विजडम फ्रॉम ऑल आवर पीपल हु कम ऑन द शो दे आर एक्सट्रीमली वेल अक्लेम्ड they know their job well they have been pioneers in their field they have a lot of stuff in them they have spent decades to get into the best part of their life into this and they have really struggled well to achieve where they have come <coughs> beauty is an absolute thing and ageless beauty is a classic thing forever beauty lies in the eyes of the beholder we all understand and whether we like to be pretentious about it or we philosophically try and say that you know beauty is skin deep but let us all accept it that any person in any room in any party in any get together in any meeting in any interview the first thing which strikes is of course the aura the presence of the person and the beauty that walks into it it's not just skin deep that's what we are going to discuss it starts with that the first approach from the time they start walking the dress the way they are made up the flair with which they walk talk and remember friends beauty is not just skin deep why am i saying this because light travels faster than sound there are times when you are very impressed by a beautiful girl and or a handsome looking boy but the moment they open their mouth and start speaking the first sentence the whole concept changes definitely light travels faster than sound so it's not beauty which is just skin deep some have had the lottery of being born the most prettiest and the most beautiful in the world but if the mind does not cope up with it if they don't have the flair to have that together with it they'll not be able to carry themselves to get us into how beautiful it is skin the outermost layer which is the largest surface area of the human body which is being regenerated ever so often in the couple of weeks that we always regenerate we were never what we were 6 months back we regenerate we degenerate we rejuvenate and to understand the concepts on skin and how can we make it everlasting how well we can take care of ourselves because the skin like the eyes reflect what we are inside if we are dehydrated if we are not in the best vitamins that we have if our bones and the muscles are not the correct posture the skin will lag and to give us more details into this we have a very very reputed person with us dr jamuna pai the first to venture in the fields of aesthetics in india and of course one of the most sought after celebrity doctor in this country she has nine clinics across by the name of skin lab and has more than 21 years of experience in aesthetic injectables i'll come to this later she is referred to as the pioneer cosmetology in india and she has many first to her name from botox in india 2000 that means she is the first one to introduce botox in india now that is very commendable we'll find out what botox is the good the side the the bad about botox various laser treatments laser laser is light amplification and stimulated emission of radiation including the cool sculpting advantage series in the skin care expert for the international beauty pageants for almost 25 years and she's an international trainer and faculty at many scientific conferences across the world including the IMCS the ICAD AMWS Cosmetica and Dassel and to her name she has a beautiful book no one has to know on anti aging ma'am welcome to the show and thank you for sparing your valuable time and thanks for being with us this evening thank you himanshu and thank you to the team that has welcomed me today that's really very kind and it's an honor to me to be on this your youtube channel i went through it uh, the, in the last week and i was quite impressed with everybody who has come and spoken here and shared whatever is their subject and uh, thank you so much ma'am what is your definition of beauty you now that uh, you beauty pageants <laughs> i i i just thought that you know you have made my li uh, life easy today um whatever it be however many years you have spoken before that particular act of yours or the speech of yours there's that little uh, thing i said himanshu has taken care by saying everything that i wanted to say <laughs> so 
beauty for me and especially now that you know since the last ever since we formed the panel for the miss india i used to do all the girls who used to go for a pageant but now i just take the top 5 6 winners that go for international pageants those who win here the top 3 and then go i prepare them i mean skin wise and aesthetic wise but one thing i have noticed whether it is at a beauty pageant where they they should know what they are doing or else like you said in a simple room at a conference at a party anywhere that beauty is when that person has grace as walks into the room heads turn and of course heads continue to look in that direction when she opens her mouth because she's because she is speaking well and everything goes with the persona that she is and she you know kind of emanates that kind of an enthusiasm um what would you say that i feel the whole personality the jubilance of the person is what is beautiful about her she gets everybody around her you know kind of to give her that look and uh, and that is not only because of the external appearance it is the whole personality when we are training the girls for our international pageants we always of course we got a whole team you know you know sabira merchant she teaches them how to answer i i do their face and whatever we do body parts also now so uh, the thing is um, we as a team prepare them for an international pageant so that they go and they rep- represent india in the way that you are saying we our girls really have beauty with brains they like the color of our skin abroad so wherever we go india definitely stands in the first 10 and this time miss universe adeline castle you know she stood in the first 5 so she answered so beautifully so it is just not beauty is not about having the right figure or the right skin and the right hair that of course gives you the added advantage and the edge great ma'am that is something interesting but before we get on to anything else next time you need you go for all these beauty pageants you need assistance to carry your bags please let me be with you <laughs> i wish i was invited but yeah yeah definitely take you <laughs> so that's 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 a very important seeing these pageants and the way they are grown and they are, they are trained everybody is trained the same way everybody has you know to reach that level to represent a country most of them are at the same level and if at the international level also they are almost the same you know there is a slight difference it's like being in the olympic a fraction of a second how could you be first and second correct what is it that makes a difference between the first and the second or somebody who is the runners up and who loses a game what is it that you found in your experience So that's what I said. Our Indian girls have the little edge because they don't need translators. They all speak very fluent English, and if at all there are any glitches anywhere, you know the team makes sure that they go well prepared. Uh, you know they 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 their confidence levels. I always tell the girls that the confidence with which you throw yourself forward, you walk, that itself wins you half. You know the most of the crown. and uh, so this as a group i know i have seen the full pageant all the 29 or 30 girls but uh, india has that edge because i think the color of our skin um the depth of our intelligence together with their looks and all the beautiful clothes and the paraphernalia that go with sending them for an international pageant from india i think gives us that little edge always Brilliant. Thanks, ma'am. But to start with, what is the right age to take start taking care of your skin? Okay. So here goes. This has changed over the last maybe a couple of decades, where we felt at our times that thirty-five, forty, chalega. You know, when the hormonal changes started showing on our skin, maybe that's the time we felt if it is too dry, it's trying looking as if it's wrinkled. Oh, what should I do? But today. the mantra is thanks to all the competition the pollution the you know like the, like i said the competitiveness the peer pressure everything uh 
people want to do the kids today want to do so many things you yourself said you are your daughter is a doctor and her husband is a doctor she runs helps you run your hospital and your son has a, a startup so you can imagine how much competition there is so the skin also takes its toll they work late into the night they're on their computer most of the time now many people say when i tell them that during the lockdown please use a sunscreen even if you're indoors so they say but why ma'am are we have you know we we put, we put the curtains down so because our our you know the maximum time during lockdown is spent looking at our tablets our ipads our uh, television netflix of course has become our new partner the phone so all of these emit this blue light which is harmful and aggravates the it causes dryness of the skin increases the pigmentation causes helps in causing wrinkling so either get a protective guard or wear those you know you'll you'll, you'll be able to tell more wear those protective shields around the eyes but uh, yes so i think the anti aging schedule should start the regime should start in the mid 20s yeah so simple things so as with passing decade it gets you know more and more uh, intensive so we'll be adding you know um, ingredients that are stronger as they grow in age or if they have a particular kind of a skin interesting so even the covered part when you are wearing clothes those parts also needs to have uh, any kind of uh, treatment to be taken care of the sunscreen no i feel if there are no open wounds lesions acne uh, are very india's very famous coconut oil does the trick of of you know kind of giving you a protective barrier or a shield by which you are preventing loss of moisture of uh, you know from the skin and so and the drier the skin you know the darker it looks and more importantly it ages faster so a person who has oily skin has the advantage may have a few pimples and a few acne pits but has the advantage that he or she will grow older slower than person having a smooth nice skin but dry skin so um, yeah so the coconut oil does the trick and otherwise covered areas you can just keep it moisturized after your shower after with the coconut oil pat dry add a little body moisturizer or a body lotion and that's enough unless there is a problem very, very interesting and how much water should be drunk for the skin to get regularly okay. yeah yeah so so um 2 to 3 liters is a is the standard now when people do detox and all that they they drink more but then 2 to 3 liters is uh, is is sufficient and the best way to remember whether you're taking that much is i used to think i'm drinking a lot of water till i realized when i measured that it was hardly a liter because i, I was drinking five or six glasses so i drink 1 liter at home and i carry two to work so i know that even if i don't drink half a bottle or i don't finish i know i've drunk between two and three bottles so that's a good way of remembering uh, remember that it helps in in your uh, digestive system i mean no it helps with your constipation helps in diluting your sweat so you don't get any um you know smell from the armpits you your urine you know it is not concentrated so so a lot of good things happen with water and so i think it's a very simple nice thing to put into your um daily regime so now ma'am there is on one part we will dehydrate if we exposed to uv light and sunrise sun rays but if we don't we go don't get our vitamin d now what is the way out you know a lot of women who don't want to go absolutely be exposed to sun because of pigmentation or because of uh, skin and they don't get their vitamin d what is the optimum way out in this see the uh, one of the interesting things that i wrote in the book is i realized over a period of so many years i mean when i wrote the book it was 21 years of my practice i realized that whoever we sent for any test we started adding a b12 and a uh, d3 and we got a deficiency or an insufficiency so everybody had to be treated so once when my father was at home and that was me my um, grandson and so we were three, four generations and we just did for the heck of it so that i could also write in my book you won't believe all of us had 
the my grandson who goes out to play in the sun me who's hardly exposed to any sunlight so all of us my son who gets medium sunlight so i think we we do find ourselves deficient in b b12 and d3 and uh, the best way to do is at least check and take the supplements because we know how important they are in our day to day life so you would recommend whether you are exposed to sun or not exposed to sun check your vitamin levels and do take your supplements don't hesitate i think so it will make a huge difference in the in your life yes so being an ophthalmologist i can tell you from the eye standpoint also vitamin d b12 makes a big difference and a lot of problems can happen not just vitamin a yeah. also your bones your muscles your all other and even for covid right now good right. amount of vitamin d vitamin c vitamin b can help you get healing better faster mm. so get your levels checked routinely friends and if they are low not just your skin it's not skin deep but your bone your resistance immunity all that will be better off by having your vitamins uh with respect to ma'am you know classically 30s to 40s as you said women to have problems with their skin and they are very sensitive about that pigmentation would you like to elaborate something on that only the pigmentation or other problems also other problems together with that because that's when you said you know by default yeah, they start yes they start yeah. getting a little conscious and uh, they do come for advice some of them come with a huge basket of products that they've got at the airport and when they have uh, traveled and then uh, mostly their duplication of uh, i feel that we should keep the routine as simple as possible so there is something called a routine that you follow you have to cleanse your skin because you have to get it devoid of at night do we use soap now comes a very important point soap and shampoo cleanse the skin you said plain water or should you use any kind of chemicals see now there are people who believe that they only wash with water that's a very tiny 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 percentage some people say hum doodh se sirf dhote hain so that again if it is a normal to uh, dry skin doodh se dhona ya uski malai se lagana it's okay but but living in a hot tropical country like india most of our cities having a hot weather humid weather i think using use of a soap one that suits your skin type is a very good idea so soap or a, a you know a body wash or whatever suits that helps you makes you feel clean when 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 i say uh, when i ask a client okay you're using an x brand okay then i say does it clean your skin i won't change your brand i've got my own brand but if it does what it is meant to do you will continue with the same that means without it making you feel dry without you know when you wash sometimes it it strips your skin off all the oils and whatever else and it changes the ph and you feel the tightness so if they don't feel that that means that is their product you're not going to do anything with it or advise anything else so if it does that tightening effect that means they have to change their product and also with change not only with changing age with changing seasons the skin also changes so during certain seasons you see that there is more pile up of the dead skin cells otherwise then there is hot and there is cold there is open pores and there is normal pores so according to that we are going to change and what change we indians do not believe except we, unless we are in the glamour industries we don't believe in wearing too much makeup okay i think we, most of us are blessed with good skin when you travel abroad you see that they have a lot of lentigenes that means a lot of freckles they have to cover that up they have a lot of acne scars which is prevalent in india also but yes all those need to be covered but otherwise on a daily basis what you need is clean your skin clean your skin clean okay many people ask is a toner necessary i will answer before that question comes because they they have that ctm that is cleansing toning and moisturizing that is a three step program all over the world that they uh, use for cleansing of the skin for a routine now toning if it usually now there are many alcohol free but in the past they used to have alcohol so when you clean and then if you have a normal to dry skin you're making it drier because the alcohol dries i mean evaporates and dries the skin but if you are having a very oily skin or you are one of those people who is doing two shifts or three shifts in your bollywood uh, and then you have lots of makeup at night you to cleanse it it's nice to use after 
taking it off with any oil or anything a cleanser makeup remover remove it use a toner and and just cleanse it so that all the deeply embedded debris and the stale makeup everything comes off the skin is all clean and it is ready to receive the active ingredients that you're going to give in the night that they're going to apply at each age or each problem it may be a different active ingredient one will tighten the collagen or cause neocollagenesis the other one will disperse the pigmentation if they have a pigmentation problem the third one has some other effect so all hydrating effect if it is sodium hyaluronate or anything like that so then you you are making the skin all ready to imbibe all that you're putting as an active ingredient and leaving over for 7 hours very very important now that you mentioned about the skin and that it should be cleaned i'll just clean up with the eyes also a lot of women have the habit of applying mascara eyeliner right they don't clean at night the meibomian glands don't get a chance to get cleansed up and the glands suffer and you do not have a lipid layer secretion in the eyes Absolutely. and that can give rise to dryness and infections in the eyes so cleaning up any kind of chemicals applied in the form of mascara eyeliner or a pencil should be done every single day before sleeping is that correct is that what you would recommend yes so especially around the eyes i manchu is uh, because the molecules used there the mascara for example compared to what we put on the face as a maybe a powder or a you know a compact um those molecules are really very thick when you apply a mascara and they're not very uh, easily soluble so what happens is you have to use the eye makeup pads which are a little different and can uh, dissolve and leave it on the eyes for some time then wipe it along the lash margins it takes about maybe 30 seconds to a minute but you are doing a good job with it and then you wash it all off and then you have a very clean do it again if you wish but that's how it is done for the eyes yes i think it's a very important simple tip in life can avoid a lot of eye problems in the long run and can keep the eyes glowing and shining ma'am with respect to hair at this point when we are touching this how often it is important for you know men have a habit of cleaning their washing their hair with shampoo every single day how men have yes yes so and and what is the recommended and would it harm because it's dead finally hair is a dead substance you need to hydrate it it doesn't have its own hydration So what? How would you tell people to take care? You know, you've been very biased. You've been talking about females all this, and you're you're talking to a male. So I'm going to ask you a few <laughs> questions on the male brethren also. No, but hair is common to whether it is male, female, kids. So um, taking care, I would always say when they say how many times should I wash my face or how many times should I wash my hair, I always say it depends. It's use your own discretion. The moment you feel, I mean, if it is if it's a teenager, young teenager, obviously the mother has to supervise. but otherwise they decide and if they want to wash every day some of them don't wash with soap every day so or shampoo now what happens is um, you can wash every alternate day with a shampoo you can wash every day no problem if you are into sports and you sweat a lot and you know there's a lot of um, you feel this it's secreting too much of oil and sweat dead skin cells forming of dandruff itchiness you can wash every day there's no problem at all if if the hair feels dry or or this you choose change your shampoo or condition it with anything that you want or another good idea is just take a simple simple like i say that's my favorite coconut oil and and just apply it the previous night and and sleep and then wash it off it's a good conditioner and for ladies who are using a lot of heat color straightening agents perms touch ups all those any chemical the hair does the hair ultimately has three layers the outermost layer i mean all these layers outer layer is supposed to be like like the scales of a fish they they are supposed to be flat and that's when they reflect light and that's when you see that it is healthy hair because it is reflecting light just like the skin when your skin Himanshu, your skin is reflecting so much light, so yours is a healthy skin. Okay, and always health is from inside out. Beauty is from inside out. Okay, now now what happens is, um, sorry, where were we on the on this uh, hair? How how are we going to take care of the hair? 
So um, you just take your coconut oil and the previous day and, and you wash it off. And, and these scales during color, if they're like this, and if you're coloring your hair, you're heating the hair with blow drying or with tongs or for any other chemical treatment like a perm straightening, it has to lift its outermost uh, you know, a cuticle layer, the cells, in order to let the color or the straightening agent go and reach the center in order to bring about the change, whether it's a curl or whether it's straightening. In the process, the hair becomes all spiky and unmanageable. And so it becomes, it's called porous in, in hair parlance, in the beauty parlance, it's called porous hair. Actually, it is very frizzy hair. Now, this frizzy hair is because the outside cuticles are all tired and worn out and dead, like you said. And so how are we going to condition it? Simple, this thing. If this has got lifted, this has got to be pushed down. So the easy method that parlors use is they use iron and flatten this. with. You must have heard of a hair ironing. So they flatten the cuticle out, outermost layer. That starts reflecting light. It looks very nice and shiny, but actually that is not so. So you can make homemade packs and apply it. You can use, um, again, coconut oil the previous night. It will calm the, the outer, outer this thing. Otherwise, you have all the conditioners in the market that, that you know, just use at the ends and very little at the top or it will flatten your hair. Won't look good. And, and you just leave it on for a couple of minutes and rinse it off. And you will see they're meant to, again, flatten all the hair and leave it smooth. How often should one exfoliate their skin? You know, a common question. Yeah, that's that's a good question. Because exfoliation is one of the most beautiful, gratifying results that you get when you exfoliate your skin. Because as we know, the skin renewal cycle, I mean, I don't know whether all our doctors are listening, but in your youth, it is roughly as old as you are, if you're 25. Roughly, we say once a month, the skin uh, undergoes a renewal cycle. So once in 30 days. But as you grow older, 50 and 60, like everything else, this also slows down the cell renewal cycle. So more and more and more gets piled up. Now, when there is a debris, which is uneven, not nicely piled up, then obviously if the rays of the light or the sun is coming, it, it has to pass through all this to reach the skin. So it's going to crack, break, and so it is not going to reflect. Science, simple science of physics, okay? So then you don't see it. So when you get this, when you use either a microdermabrading thing or any uh, homemade pack from your kitchen shelf, which I'll give you for a few examples later, which has a little, uh, if you don't have too much of sensitivity of the skin or open wounds and acne or herpes or anything like that on the skin, you can use this and, and leave it on. And when you wash it off, you see that the, most of the dead skin cells have been washed off and your skin starts reflecting light now. So exfoliation, because it does not build up so fast, you will be abrading the normal skin again and again if you're going to do it every day or every second day. So it is good that it is done once a week or once, in, once a fortnight. Brilliant. So that is very important. Exfoliation is a must. But depending on how your skin is behaving, one should be doing that once a week or once a fortnight, not ever so often, or else you'll get a lot of cracks in the skin. Yeah. And what level of SPF should one wear for the sunscreen protecting factor? You know, yes. Percentage, what level? So uh, 30 in India is a safe enough for uh, this thing, but they say that 30 to 50 is very safe. Some say, I've got 60. I say, very good. Please use it. The thing about it, about sunscreen is whether it is 30 or 50, um, it's very important that at least in the hours that we are exposed to the sun, not directly exposed, even indirectly, then once I tell a simple method of using sunscreen, using it is a must, as thick as possible is a must. See what suits you and doesn't make you uncomfortable, otherwise it could distract you throughout your working day. We don't want such a thing. So there are different kinds. So then use once in the morning after your shower and one more time after your lunch. So it becomes easy to remember. Ladies carry their bags to the washroom. So again, you're saying I'm talking, I'm talking about ladies. So men can keep it on their desk 
And if your skin is not too oily, you can take another coat in the afternoon and just pat it dry on the morning coat without washing. But you're protected because the morning coat does not work beyond four to five hours. Correct. That's very important that most of the treatment, even anything with the hair also, three to five hours that would be working. We need to do whatever that needs to be hydrated ever so often. Now, the commonest problem that a lot of women have, 30s, 40s, 50s, is pigmentation on the face and various kinds of, uh, it's not just, uh, you know, we know SLE's kind of pigmentation or any other kind of, uh, but yeah. routine pigmentation that they have with hormonal changes. What would you say and what is the treatment, how to avoid it? How to avoid it? I wish there was a way to avoid. Everybody would have wanted to avoid. It's a very common, uh, you know, complaint in India. One is because of the high concentration of melanin in the skin, the dark, the color, uh, the pigment that gives us color to our skin. So because we all are skin of color, we are called. So our color varies in all the shades of ages. Okay. Uh, but that is the melanin that gives the color. But certain hormonal changes, starting with puberty, then going on to the pregnancies, I'm talking about in women because you said in women, uh, men also do get, but not as much as the women. And during the pregnancies, and then it, it usually goes post a pregnancy. And then again, perimenopause, that means around 40, 45 or postmenopause. Definitely most people, there are some people who are blessed and do not get pigmentation at all. But they get, some people are very uncomfortable because like I said, we are not very adept in using the makeup. So they do not know how to hide. And all of us really want to wash our skin. This thing, now that everybody's talking about a sunscreen, use a little sunscreen and moisturize and that's it. But if you have pigmentation, then you will need a concealer and, and or feel conscious about it all the time. So then um, the things uh, that you can do to prevent its spread is use a thick coat of sunscreen at least twice in a day i told you at four to five hour interval made it easy once after your shower and one more one more time after your uh, lunch um use i feel that even if you are driving or if you are in a in any vehicle that you know where you can use a cotton dupatta everybody knows what a dupatta is so just fold it cover it up till here it not only looks beautiful like benazir or whatever just pull it over your thing, but not if you're driving because you need the side view. And then, then so that, you know, because the pigmentation is always on the highest part of your face, on the, on the high cheekbone, the nose, we do not want the side, you know, the rays, sun's rays coming from the side and hitting it. Every time the sun's rays fall incident on the skin, please remember the melanin comes up as a protective mechanism. And so um, you get more and more pigmentation, especially if you're using a, a, a cream prescribed by a doctor or going in for a treatment, this becomes sensitive and the sensitive skin in the day when you're going out, that absorbs more UV rays than this where you're not treated. And so the melanin comes out even faster here. And people are wondering, I'm going to the best doctor, I'm doing what they are saying and still my pigmentation is growing darker and darker. So taking care of it, wearing big, you know, glares, you know, using some cotton, this thing, using a thick a coat of sunscreen, taking a lot of vitamin C, taking other antioxidants, all this will go a long way. Uh, you know, your sun, sun exposure time, limiting it to whatever, late evenings and when it is safe from the sun. 12 to, 4, 12 to 4 is not such a great time to be out in the sun. What about Q-switched laser, which is gaining more popularity? What is this Q-switched laser? So this Q-switched laser is a laser that uh, kind of, it is very simple mechanism. And it uh, zaps the, the pigmentation. And, but where pigmentation is of a, a, like a medical origin, then it is very difficult to promise. We have had we we've had many trials with this, but if if a normal skin or with very light pigmentation goes for a Q switched, then they definitely get results with a Q switched. But you have to go for regular treatments, 
and uh, yes it also bleaches the hair on the face so then that is an added bonus so the qswish oh, okay. is 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 a good then soft gel peels are there people who don't want their skin peeling for 7 days and then having a home regime which is really good these treatments but if they want lighter things where you know they they may have restrictions at home or they may have a, a very busy lives where they don't have downtime to peel in such cases you have soft gel peels and then um, yeah so so how often should the q switch laser be repeated or the q switch laser you can do it even once in 15 to 20 days there's no problem yeah so often is it yeah you can do it once a month for all treatments we say once a month is safe because you know your cell is also a kind of regenerated and the new cells are receiving the this thing and this is healing whatever you have done one month before so for most treatments i would say resurfacing lasers that we have everything go after one month now the whole science is that the collagen as we age what is skin thinning is when the collagen in the skin thins down when the the underlying subcutaneous fat layers which give us the chubbiness in our youth they start migrating or thinning or disappearing okay the ligaments that hold all these things together upwards they start going south and then of course there's resorption of the bone also so all the four layers are affected and that results in aging now when when you're talking about the 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 collagen and elastin so every treatment whether it's a heat treatment um using radio frequency whether it is uh, using ultrasound uh, you know or 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 threads you must have heard of uh, korean koreans uh, they uh, you know kind of invented using absorbable threads for giving you a lift in different direction in the upward direction whichever way you wanted whichever part you wanted lifted okay and uh, so the principle always is the same we also do tiny micro needling and many such thing vampire facials the the, the thing being that you are irritating the skin you are either putting a foreign body you are causing little punctures and teasing the skin to produce more you know uh, collagenesis that means it produces baby cells and more collagen and that is a whole trick whether it's an absorbable thread it absorbs it's it's treated as a foreign body so the body sends its uh, you know uh, cells and then it it forms the skin so all these the heat for example the heat does the same thing the ultrasound it uses ultrasound that also does the same thing so the principle today in anti aging pr- procedures are so many so the new treatment profilo which is which is there for for this how good is that is it worth doing so we are running trials frankly i was a little late in starting the trials uh, i myself have taken it uh all over the world i know we because we get a lot of international clients so they have taken it there it's a five point program and then it is meant only it is programmed in such a way the molecule that it only hydrates the upper layers of the skin which is very important because internal deeper layers of the skin b- below the fat mid whatever subcutaneous everything there are different um what do you say molecules of hyaluronic acid and likewise cross linked or otherwise which go and hydrate or fill or shape you know uh, sculpt but the one that does the skin is the profilo it it so it is once a month you do at least two treatments you to see a good result and what about vitamin c serum vitamin c serum you have the stabilized ones that you can use during the day even in the sun i mean you can use that with your sunscreen and uh, they work because they are antioxidant which work from outside and they have a healing effect <coughs> and so um it works very well on pigmentation in cell rejuvenation in 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 reversing the clock in short before i go to botox ma'am one of the important questions for both males and females especially male pattern baldness and females losing hair we all start losing hair after a particular stage in life 
and what is it that we can do to prevent it beside the genetic lineage, what kind of proteins, what food to be done, what chemicals to be used for either male or female for hair loss and how to avoid it? Okay, that is a good question, Imanshu. But the bad news is that if it is an acne gland that comes in male, female, any age, even adult acne, not necessarily a young uh, male or female, I always tell them I'll give you 100% results. And the scars also mostly, I will help you take them out completely. When, when it is pigmentation, I'm talking about the three major this thing, broad outlines. When it is pigmentation, I tell my patients that, okay, I tell, promise them about 40 different multi-pronged treatments and they get about 60, 70% and they are okay. When it comes to hair, hair fall, hair thinning, hair this thing, of course, we find out what could be the cause. The causes I'll tell you, enumerate. But I tell them, I can give you 10 to 20%. Don't expect that you're going to get a full head of hair because you have come to a clinic or to a, a doctor. Now, the thing is, firstly, genetics, as you know, as we have seen all over the world, that if there is a receding hairline and if it is, uh, you know, or the hair is balding at the crown. So, so uh, this is very difficult to treat. What we can do is find out if there is a thyroid, a low hemoglobin levels, if there is a local infection, if there is any other deficiencies that is causing hair to fall. Proteins, not enough protein taken. So, so a protein is said at one gram per kilogram body weight. Uh, but again, you have to check with your physician. Do not go generally uh, by blanket dressing. But that is what is taken. And, and hair is all protein. Nails are protein. And other things like peptides and amino acids and all these things will definitely help iron. So, uh, so coming back to the hair, we have we have vampire treatments. What we help is that by certain topical lotions, we help them stop the fall and hope hope that no more continue falling and they can at least. That's what most of them say. Before we go to transplant, which is the only thing that gives permanent results, which we can promise. You don't have a hairline. I promise you, I'll give you a hairline. Just let me see if you have donor hair. Because if you don't have donor hair, I can't do autologous hair transplant. Okay. So I can promise them that that is the only place I can promise that I can help you. But otherwise, I can help them improve the texture of the hair, stop the hair fall find out the cause and treat the cause so that it does not recur again and again. Okay. Mama, uh, prescribe all the multivitamins. Check what their scalp condition is, if they need any. And you know, what, whether... Scalp condition. You have seborrheic dermatitis. And you know, seborrheic dermatitis is not something like you must be already knowing. That's not something that will go away because you are using cold tar shampoos or because you're using uh, some steroid-based cream for any, any you know, itching anywhere on the face or eyebrows or any scaly, you know, scaling of the hairline. But you know that when you're using the medication, that it will go away completely, at least the symptoms. So seborrheic dermatitis is not something that will go away permanently. So it's best to tell the client before they go from doctor to doctor. <clears throat> but yes, in transplant, and a lot of people are realizing that, and realizing how important a hair, uh, the role the hair plays, in your looks and confidence, like you said, you enter a room and you enter. Please don't get me wrong. Even a person who shaves himself completely off, bald men, it's just how they walk. The confidence in their gait is what makes them, sets them apart. But still, a man with good hair is always a man or woman. Absolutely. Very well said, ma'am. Now that we're, you know, I'll come back to hair and what best proteins and whatever that. So hair transplant is safe, right? There is no misnomer about that. It's your own autologous hair which is being transplanted from your own Absolutely. garden, from the back, yes. back, backyard to the front yard. Yes. <laughs> so a lot of women are coming today to, you know, get their hairline. You can see how broad my hairline is. I'm going to be next time when you take me on this show. My hair would be <laughs> like at least maybe three fourth of an inch uh, down. But so. Uh, jokes apart, even those who have, you know, the parting that is uh, showing too much because they've lost a lot of hair at the front of the hair, we, we, we transplant even there. What is weaving of hair? 
as against uh, you know yeah China. so hair weaving some of the celebrities we have seen and uh, the, the the process is that it is non surgical completely so what they do is suppose someone has a ball patch here round so the person who is the expert in hair weaving comes and measures you know the dimension the diameter of the piece that he or she, he's going to make for the patient and what he does is once the piece is ready depending on the type of hair i mean what kind of hair color of hair and texture of hair he matches when he makes his piece if it is male obviously it will be shorter hair and for female he asks about lengths and then what he does is so every month instead of going for your hair cut you have to go to the same person who is going who who initially has braided your hair in that round and taken this piece and stitched in the braid and then he has given you a parting because the the underlying mesh or the net on which he has braided is is skin colored so he gives you a parting and it looks really natural and then he cuts your hair to blend with your other hair so those who don't want a surgical option but it is very tedious going once every month to to get it done because what will happen if he doesn't go every month is his own hair grows and the piece starts moving on top interesting interesting uh, running short of time but now the important thing botox and fillers something very close to your heart and the one who pioneered in this country how good bad ugly is botox what is botox when should it be done who needs it which areas of the skin that needs botox <laughs> <laughs> good bad ugly if it was bad and ugly i would never have brought it to india but uh, yes um, when the company asked me allergen um, that would you be interested uh, to uh, you know get botox it's worldwide it is popular we read about it my husband was there my husband and i and we decided why not if people are taking it those who are volunteering will take it and so we got it into i mean i i i got myself trained and we started of course people were very scared because they used to call it a poison or new or whatever else it causes paralysis it it all those negative words which we were trained to say that it is a a protein uh, complex not poison it relaxes the muscle not paralyzes so you know just to calm the people but coming uh, coming back to which are the areas that uh, we know very well that uh, if there is a frown i don't have anything because i've been botox but if there is <laughs> nice of you to admit nice nice to see that so so over a period of time this question definitely your viewers will want to know over a period of time like over about 20 years that i have taken the dose became less and less you won't believe the last botox i took maybe about 8 units where we need about 30 units 40 units for the upper face the glabular complex the around the eyes the crow's feet okay and and the forehead lines you can't see any lines in me anyway so the last so every time over the years not the second time or the third time over the years your frequency becomes less and less and the need because the muscles are used to being in a state of relaxation so so you can see that i'm not paralyzed in any way my faculties are not uh, in any way affected i answered all your questions straight <laughs> so That's so awesome. but but uh, yes which What? are the areas yes uh, the crow's feet i mean sorry the crow's feet the glabella complex, complex the the you know the forehead many people have forehead lines like waves you know even when they are very young because it runs in the family because the skin is you know and the frontalis is not so firmly ad adhering and so but there are many other non um, off label uses of uh, botox um, we do it for uh, you know kind of making the jawline thinner we use it for lengthening the chin we use it for making the sad uh, this thing a happy smile we use it in migraine also though it's an off label uh, indication um and uh, many other this thing the new indications old indications they are but we have started doing in india recently is shaping the legs now in summer and that is quite also hyperhidrosis that means those who sweat a lot on the hands some it becomes a social uh, what would you say 
enigma you know take hands with the person who's yeah it, it's sweating sweating yeah it is a it is a social uh, taboo yeah. so then um it you know done every 6 to 8 months it it completely takes away the sweating and we have these people who are really regular you know because men especially and underarm sweating in women so there are so many indications that just go on and on about botox it's unbelievable there is any downside the biggest thing still people are wondering is there any downside that if you start using it can you stop it what if you stop it and any downside that is a very often asked question uh, we have done our own studies and seen that over a period of time we have seen pictures even those who have stopped taking botox for whatever reason um we have seen that they look much better than their pre picture when they first came 6 years ago or 10 years ago so it definitely does not make it worse many people think acha aaj liya because it is my son's uh, wedding in two two weeks but i don't want to take it later will i look worse as we say that we are taking a pre picture i promise you it will not be worse it will always be 10% better and and so it is so very very interesting that it's worthwhile botulinum toxin as we learned in medicine was a yes. definitely negative that was but the side effect of one has been learned to take care of the good effects of it at the right places so so so, so sorry to interrupt you but if you do not go to an experienced doctor who has done many even an experienced doctor makes mistakes it's not that we don't but if a client values her face and go does not go to an experienced doctor if the doctor because it is very precise as you know himanshu you also deal with botox i mean botox cosmetic was invented in an ophthalmologist chamber yes. so so um, if it is not given in the specific muscle you could have an eyebrow going up another one coming down an eyelid uh, you know uh, closing and taking 3 months to reverse luckily all these are reversible so it takes about 3 to 4 months to reverse sometimes the clients forgive you sometimes they do not you have lost a client but these things happen but it is very important to know like dr arthur swift from canada would say it's important to know your injection anatomy so go to doctors who are real who know their work well who have enough in experience in that so that you are not ended up having any weird this thing some people can't smile at all because the two muscles that make them smile here are affected so that's right so botox there are you know basically we use used for blepharospasms in ophthalmology absolutely so that's how it started originally quint blepharoplasty yeah correct so the the answer to botox is nice worthwhile not a problem no long term side effect the good part of the story is that there is no long term side effect and the bad part of the story is not no long term side effect because you have to repeat it ever so often in 4 to 6 months yes absolutely that is the one thing that people say oh mujhe bar bar aana padega yes but once it's quite addicting and uh, so people do have come bar bar over the years during office time they could just come during the lunch time and get absolute lunch time procedures it was called before Correct. And what about fillers, ma'am? There's a little more misunderstanding about fillers and the understanding. Sodium hyaluronate, you know, the the most compatible tissue Absolutely. is there in our joints. It's there in the eyes also. We have the vitreous. Yeah, people. right. So just expand a little on fillers. So it is a ground substance of our own skin, hyaluronic acid, like you said exactly, in the joints, in the skin, and in. But as we age, the hyaluronic uh, hyaluronic acid content reduces, causing dryness, causing Uh, you know, add add to it the migration of the fat pads, etc. So you get all these hollows where you don't want, which makes you look tired, or it when you're not, it makes you look much older than your age. So these fillers are made from hyaluronic acid. They're of different consistencies. The softest being used for the under eye area to mold it well, and the lips. Then the medium ones being used for you know kind of maybe lifting the cheek filling up the nasolabial etc and the strongest of them where where we need to restructure the bone for example the the mandible the the jaw bone has become thin because because of aging because of resorption or indians are born with a small chin and a retrusive chin mostly we in comparison when you say one third one third one third 
the lower third is always shorter. So if you want to make it absolutely this thing, then we use the thickest of the concentration of uh, hyaluronic acid. These come in pre-filled syringes. It has, most of them have a built-in anesthetic so that the procedure is comfortable. It is minimally invasive because we are using a needle, but it is quite comfortable because we use a numbing gel before injecting. And it is very important that again, you choose the right doctor because it has to be done safely. The doctor has to know the injection anatomy, should know the circulatory hero uh, system. Otherwise, sometimes we may have to come rushing to you, Himanshu. <laughs> yeah, true, 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 true. There is such a thin line of demarcation. You know, a lot of people could go to a beautician and do it. It's not there. The no. anatomy is anatomy means the exact functioning of every muscle, the physiology, the boundaries, the ligaments, and every possible distinction. The Lakshman Rekha between one zone to the other zone, one not overfilling to the other one, and how to restrict yourself. What is the best part to fill while well not to fit? Uh, is there any side effect of using any filler? And how long does the filler thing work? The side effects mainly being bruising, pain, maybe short for the short term, two or three days at the site of injection, which is which is the normal. Uh, uh, more more uh, going to the next level would be, uh, you know, granulomas where it does not suit. Uh, you know, any content of any ingredient from the injection. Uh, the patient is allergic to or forms a granuloma or forms an abscess or anything like that. The final, I have to say it because it is mentioned everywhere and it is not that it is absolutely not possible to happen. Even in the most experienced hands, it happens that the injection needle should never enter a blood vessel because and, and deposit the material because if there is any anastomosis, uh, it could also lead to blindness. So that is very important. But having said that, having injected for more than 21 years, I started injecting fillers also. So by the grace of God, that's what that's what I said, we may have to come rushing to Himanshu, to ophthalmologists, if such a thing happens because it is blindness, strokes, but it's very, 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 very rare. Um, like I always tell people not to sell my... Um, you know, not to promote my business, that even an aspirin which is not handled well can turn fatal, so. Yes, ma'am. So, I would say I would vouch with you for the same thing being an ophthalmologist. In practice, I haven't seen anybody going blind because of either a Botox or a filler. Nobody has ever come rushing to me. What you are saying you. is absolutely something that a doctor should say that there could be. But to go and penetrate the optic nerve behind, way behind, is a dangerous thing. And you have to be really out of your mind to inject in a wrong area. So, unless you, you take taken well precautions as a doctor, it's impossible to go near the optic nerve or fill it up and you have a vascular occlusion. So, I agree with you. That is something which I have not seen in practice, nor have I heard any of my colleagues seen in the last 10 years or so. So, a remote is not one in 100 chance, not in not in 1000 chance, one in a million chance that one may get it. Yes. Which is, which is less than 0.001% of overall population. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, the vaccines are more unsafe than that as of today. Now, now yes. let's get on to this, ma'am. Quickly, a question on the whitening thing which has happened. It's, it perplexes people that suddenly I've seen some some of these younger film stars, you know, their they, uh, makeup has changed. They have changed the complexion of glutathione with vitamin C. What is this therapy? It's, uh, it's, it's something very, very... Uh, so, glutathione is an antioxidant like all antioxidants, vitamin A, C, E and, uh, you know, magnesium, manganese, whatever, selenium. It is like that, L-glutathione. But the thing about L-glutathione is it has the effect of um, um, what is a, of, of uh, suppressing the, the melanin, uh, you know. Uh, so it, the concentration of melanin uh, coming up, so it has the effect of reducing the concentration of the melanin. And But if anybody thinks that the skin from brown is going to become white or the one or two exceptions of film stars that people have seen that she was so dusky in, in a film 10 years ago and look at her now. So those are very dangerously high L-glutathione uh, doses which are not allowed by any uh, medical association in any country. So we have a limited, uh, thing, but people are 
really addicted to this with vitamin C. Along with vitamin C, the absorption of L-glutathione is very good. People see that their skin becomes brighter, more even toned, let's say. And they like it. The best part is it gives them increased energy. It helps. It, it increases their immunity. So now during COVID time, it is a great boost to take that. It increases. Um, they feel uh, heightened energy levels. So they, they do come to us. We never promise that it's going to change your color, that this is the color, this thing, shade. You're going to become from this to this. No. And anyone who expects that, I think, should not. And anyone who promises that, I think it could be dangerous. So is it given intravenous and how often has it got to be repeated? So intravenous, um, it is given once a week at a very small dose, but once a week for 10 sittings. And then we tell them to take a break. And then we tell them to continue with your exercise and with your you know, eating well, sleeping enough, uh, taking their nutritional supplements in and, and having lots of uh, dark colored vegetables and fruit, which are rich in antioxidants anyway, in order to maintain what they have achieved. So um, though it is uh, this thing, changing of color from this to that does not happen. It just improves the quality of the skin, maybe sometimes helps in reflecting light. And before I go, Himanshu, I think uh, we should pay tribute to everyone who has fought this COVID. During COVID time, I felt very guilty talking, I mentioned to you, talking about beauty and, you know, when people are fighting for their lives. But it is a part of life. Everybody is sitting at home in a lockdown and, you know, really not being able to go out, feeling whether it is safe to go out. At such a time, we're discussing a topic, but I think we're doing more out of sharing knowledge. Someone who has seen in 27 years, I've seen a lot of what has happened. I've made my mistakes, learned from it. So even during this time, I, I thought it may be okay when you insisted. But we salute all the frontline warriors. We, we sympathize and condole with everyone who has lost their dear ones. And I wish that everybody remains safe. And, and we can see that slowly the number of cases are reducing. So God be with all of us. And Himanshu, thank you for having me on this. Thank I enjoyed talking. I love talking about my subject like we all do. Yes. yes. Thanks, ma'am. I'll just add one more thing to all our viewers. Friends, it's extremely sad to see some resident doctor in Assam, another doctor in Tamil Nadu, his scalp broken open with the beating because oxygen was not supplied by the government. Correct. Uh, this is extremely sad. I want most complacent people who do not talk, they talk intellectual things outside. They do not support doctors at this point in time. I'm, I would send across a petition to file because something which has to be done. If they are going to do this to the Corona warriors, if these doctors are beaten up like this because of lack of supply or some unfortunate death because they came to the hospital at the fourth stage. It yes. is extremely shameful, pathetic. And believe you me, if doctors stop working in these kind of environments, let the society see what it is. You have a claiming right now that doctors are against previous kind of uh, things. Nonsense, absolutely. We, we do like yoga. We, we do like pranayam. We like all these things. Modern medicine is the smartest medicine which accepts its mistakes. We said remdesivir was not good. Doesn't mean we are wrong. We Correct. learn from our mistakes. We are not adamant. We are absolutely rightful in what we are saying. And yeah. somebody goes to degrade modern medicine and the Corona warriors across the country. It is shameful if the common man keeps quiet and does not take a stand with the learning. For the issues. doctors, yes. Yes, for all for, the doctors. For, for people who are fighting, yes. yes. I'm, I'm very keen to tell all my friends who are here watching this show that please be very clear about this. If if most of these doctors go on strike for a day, okay, tell all these all these paramedical people not to ever go to allopathic medicine for treatment. It's not going to happen. We are not yeah. against them. But the fact that if a, if a learned person of this country, educated people keep quiet at a time when the society is going through this stressful area and doctors are not being supported by their silence, it is shameful, ungrateful. Please, yes. please see to it that you represent and tell the government this is no way that the doctors should be treated in this country. No way that a science of medicine which has been responsible. Why take vaccines? Why did you give your children vaccines? Why did you ever go and take medications? If you don't believe in this, don't ever practice it. But don't be double-edged. Don't talk like this. Yes. Try and support people who are there to help the society. They are doing the rightful thing. 
nobody is adamant and if these poor kids are being treated ill treated and despite not being paid their wages it is very unfortunate and it may look very strong but please do take care that you are being yes. looked after your family is being looked after very well and for that to continue please yes. take care of the society the doctors who are taking care of you yes well said yes. you are right we are all with you thank you ma'am thank you so much thank for being with us on the show we didn't want to have negative news so you know covid i didn't ask you much about that enough of negative that we have had from the media yes we i want, know there's enough good news because i can see a sudden burst of activity in next 15 20 days all these cosmetic stuff everybody wants to enjoy life everybody wants to meet and hug people get their serotonin level oxytocin levels properly yes absolutely <laughs> so himanshu thank you for inviting me and pooja and navneet and ashok kumar everybody the team thank you for making it successful i enjoyed it thank, thank you, you very much thank you for your time.